0: The following podcast contains subject matter that may be unsuitable for more sensible viewers. Views, expects, here do not reflect that of any community that you would want to be a part of. Listener discretion is mandatory. Mama, what this (laughs) chins me? No,
1: no, no, no! you Don't say start, and I I'm just sitting there waiting I, for you to I say think, start.
2: Yeah. I, well, I'm sorry. Well, well that's a for, that's a form of edging. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is that is it is that your kink?
2: Holy Christ! Uh, I mean, one of them. One of them. Um, one of the many. I just one of many. One of many. <laughs>
1: yeah. Kink singular. Like it's 2019. People have more than one kink.
0: Get with the times. All right, Hello, welcome back to Tranifesto, the show that would like to remind you that trans women are women, trans men are men, and Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. I am one of your hosts, Madeline Hops. I am joined today by
2: I am Amy, and I'm Epst- I am mean, <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein. I mean, Re Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> I am normal. Started in no- a I'm new normal. Ree, recording a he- woman re recording Recording from recording from the little l- even littler St. James Island in the uh, Gulf of. Um, british columbia
1: <laughs> what like the Burrard inlet
2: yes that's the, li- the littlest saint james island is <laughs> actually the Mc- tiny
1: shit actually
2: jeffrey the- <laughs> jeffrey epstein is hiding on the mcbarge <laughs>
1: <laughs> now that is the regional content i you... i
2: can we start that conspiracy theory uh, that's some good can copy for it okay i mean when's the last time you saw the mcbarge
1: if we get enough patreon bucks we should buy the McBarge and turn it into like a queer punk house.
2: <laughs> no, we get what we can do is we can get buy the McBarge How many and days do until it has a meth problem. We can do a touring live show on the McBarge. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's, it's McBarge on the beach. <laughs> oh,
1: God. No, the McBarge. Like I feel like the McBarge is the most iconic building in Vancouver. And. <laughs> Like, should be revitalized and create, like, made into, like, some kind of icon. I mean... Take that. Take that, the other
2: other Justin McElroy. Yeah. You don't know shit about what the most iconic building in Vancouver is. (laughs) Fuck. I think he did do a
1: joke poll where he included the
0: McBart, just one of the options.
1: That's true.
2: I feel like we've gone too deep into
0: VanCon.
1: No, let's go well, deeper. Well, speaking of
0: going deeper, <laughs> rectal cavities and violence, uh, today we're going to be reviewing the 2010 rape and revenge exploitation film, Ticked Off Trannies with Knives. There, how's that for a segue? Yeah,
1: so <laughs> so quick warning for this episode, we will be dropping a lot of T-bombs. Because there's a T-bomb in the title of the movie, and it is also involved throughout the movie, and it is... The subject of some of the controversies around the movie that we will talk about. And so if you don't like us saying tranny, don't listen to this.
2: Well now that now that I'm allowed to say it, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I only said Tranny before I transitioned.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and now it's just not got the same edgy flair to it. <laughs> it's not worth it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Content warning galore. You guys have been warned. So that being said, tranny, 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 tranny. Well,
1: also content warning for this movie. It is not, it's not, yeah, an easy watch. It's got a lot of trauma and violence and sexual violence. It's a grindhouse
0: exploitation film. So this entire genre is pretty much just, it's supposed to be hypersexual, hyperviolent, hyper taboo. Um, so I would say that if you don't like these films in general, um, just stay clear of this episode and maybe this movie entirely. But, uh, in the meantime, before we get into it, uh, we're going to do a bit of a synopsis. Uh, so go ahead.
2: This movie follows a group of ostensibly transgender strippers... Sex strippers, workers.
1: Live performers. It's, it's unclear.
0: They're hip hop performers. It's
1: unclear what exactly their role is, what exactly they're doing at this bar, but, you know, they're strippers.
2: Yeah. So, yeah, so we have the characters, um, Bubbles Laquat, or li- Lickit, Click, no, pub, Bubbles Kilquat, no, click click Clickot. Bubbles Clickot. <laughs> Bubbles Clickot. I can't read today. Uh, Pinky Latrim, Rachel Slur, which is the funniest name, yeah. <laughs> Emigration, Emigration, the Latina character, and Tipper some more.
0: <laughs> I love these names. So
1: is Tipper like the the mama? No, that was um Pinky. Yeah, Pinky's the mama. Okay. Yeah, I was not following the names very well. No, That's they okay. were a little hard. Bubbles it, is the main character, I yeah. would say. Yeah, Bubbles.
2: Bubbles is the main character, yeah. and we first see her with a big black eye that she got from ostensibly from her ex that we don't really know much about. So the our beginning of the movie just follows them around in their stripper-adjacent jobs in their little co-op. And hang out at the that,
1: bar after.
2: Yeah, their little, like, co-op family-owned bar, stripper bar and the, Club bar, the clubs that they hang out at you know, the, and just all... The mom-and-pop strip clubs uh, <laughs> that you may remember
0: from yeah, the 1950s. the good old days. Yeah. Uh,
1: and honestly, this, this opening bit is really... The best friend yeah. of the movie. There's just a lot of banter. This and, movie starts like, strong. Shit talk between like sex worker trans women. It's kind of fun.
2: It's kind of hard to summarize because it's all just ba- witty banter between funny queers of the you know drag race adjacent culture. So, yeah, to give just trans give you women
1: calling each other fat and clockable,
2: yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, anyways, we'll, we'll get back, we'll get back to some of the good jokes, but four of them go off, or is it three? No, three of them go off and uh, meet up with some uh, guy friends at a sketchy auto body shop or something. Yeah, Nacho Whether is they one get of them. Yeah, they're called Nacho and Chewy. No, Nacho, Chewy, and Boner. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yes.
1: So I mean, well, they don't know they're meeting Boner.
2: Boner is surprise. Boner is it's a surprise. Bo- Boner, Boner, Boner is, the, is Bubbles' ex that <laughs> has no reason <laughs> to be there. It's no reason, Boner. So, <laughs> so this is where it, we have our, our first sudden tone shift, where uh, Boner comes out, confronts Bubbles, <laughs> and we find out that Boner has. <laughs>
1: No, stop laughing. This is
2: where it gets really
1: suddenly dark and serious. Okay. I'm trying. I'm trying.
2: God 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 forgive me for what I'm about to do. Uh Boner <laughs> had apparently assaulted and raped Bubbles after okay. finding out that she was trans. Okay, we're out the other side of that one. Okay. And so Boner wants to tries to and boner, Nacho, and Chewy. Try to like they Nacho and Chewy
1: are Bo- boners. Like I guess yeah. Latino, fr- like Latino friends. Like so boner is this like greasy, long-haired white guy, and Nacho and Chewy are his like thuggish Latino buddies who are just around to beat up trans women for him.
2: And they decide to kill them, basically. Yeah, they're gonna. They decide that they're gonna kill these three trans women. Luckily, With a bot. yeah. So li- luckily, um I think it's. Pinky and Tipper show up and, you know, chase them off. Uh Pinky, you know, they picks up the baseball bat, it has a good, like, you know, trans woman of color beating the shit out of trans folks with a baseball bat moment. So, you know. Yeah, it's dope. Real real tabby hours. Uh, but two of them don't survive, and then we skip ahead. And here's our next sudden tone shift where they find first okay, so they're they have bubbles in the hospital and she wakes up and she can't talk and they're trying to tell her that her friends are dead but then it goes into a weird porn Porn-sy. parody thing where there's like a sexy nurse yeah, it, with a what was yeah. it was uh, the, it was Dr. Phil Latio. and Nurse Connie Lingus <laughs> so it goes full like you know porn parody for a second while she, for some reason Bubbles can't talk yeah and
1: they're like making fun of making fun of Bubbles for having lost her yeah. voice when she was yeah. hate Crand
2: and then the next the next uh little time jump uh they're back at home but Bubbles has a like speech impediment that they're making fun of her for because again she got hate crimed in the skull. Uh <laughs>
1: so she has a speech impediment.
2: Yeah. And that's the bit. They do this for like 20 minutes. <laughs> which I feel bad because like one of the tra- trans women is played by uh the drag queen Willem which we'll get more to, but like he's very funny. So, I felt bad. Um, yeah. <laughs> so then there's no, yeah, there's
1: a scene where they go and learn martial arts. I love that. This, there's, this rando guy there's this random, there's this random guy that we bar. haven't
2: seen and then he says it's poo-poo they, platter night. Bring all the girls. And then they take a wagon out into the wilderness. And, like, this, like... They're, like,
1: doing, like... They're dressed in, like, geisha makeup. Like, doing, like, insane cultural appropriation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and, like, the
0: also, guy, they had, the guys, like, a lesbian patch on, their, on their, uh, uh, their gi. Like, it was the weirdest thing.
2: Yeah, like, the weird guy who... Like, we had never seen before. But it's like, okay, I'm gonna teach you kung fu. And he's just, like, doing, like, Confucius say and then saying, like fucking random pop song lyrics and also i want to take a pause there's this like stock chinese music that plays in the background that is the intro music from the history of china podcast which i like a lot (laughs) so that was really jarring (laughs) yeah i remember that because it was like (laughs) welcome to the history of china (laughs) (laughs) anyways so there's that. So then the next sudden tone shift is we're back in Bubbles' apartment. So now
1: they now they all know kung fu. They all yeah. know
2: kung fu. A- apparently we don't actually see them learn kung fu. We just see yeah. them like do weird shit and like make kind of racist jokes. Um, so next sudden tone shift we're back in Bubbles' apartment where she we have a little bit of like a horror movie psycho like sneak up on her in the shower scene. But then she goes out. Boner's back. And then boner's back, and we have this long scene of her getting tied to a chair and basically him threat like saying like showing her three cards and saying, like, well, each one of these is gonna tell you a different way that I'm gonna kill you. And he describes all of the horrific ways in which he's gonna kill her, and then she picks the thing, and then she's like about to get like murdered in an incredibly brutal way that has been described for like what felt like twenty minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And then I skipped through parts of it. Yeah, it was very uncomfortable. And then the other characters show up and they have a weird ass fight scene, like jokey fight scene, and then there's another bit where all of the rapists and stuff have like weapons shoved up their ass and then they have to like get the weapons out of their ass without accidentally triggering them there's like a switchblade or a gun and And then they get to threaten them to like make see if they can make them flinch to make the things trigger and that goes on forever and then it just kind of it feels like it just kind of ends
1: well they they just murder the shit out of them Oh, yeah, they Just murdered really, the like,
0: shit horrific out of them. Act, like, horrific violence. It's a similar ending to, like, Death Proof, uh, which is that Tarantino yeah. film. And this film very much, like, took from Tarantino. It
1: was definitely inspired from Tarantino's, like, grindhouse
0: stuff. Like, like uh, if you think of, like, uh, like, Jackie, like Jackie Brown. Um, also, too, like, the, the scene with the hospital and the nurse that comes in with that eye patch, that scene has almost like a
2: homage to Kill Bill.
1: Yeah, there's Kill Bill in here, too.
0: But also,
2: And also, I know that it was, like, specifically influenced by I Spit on Your Grave. Which is a good example of how to do a much better paced version of this kind of story. So, you know, not to reference better movies in your movie.
1: The thing about the ending that I found was that it didn't feel cathartic at all. Yeah, It just felt like incredibly violent and unpleasant. It was just kind of miserable. Miserable. And they were like making jokes and doing comedy, but it's like just so... So out there with well, like, yeah, the they can do
0: corny, hor- they can do cheesy, uh, like jokes in, 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 like the, in the grindhouse genre. Um, you like cheesy jokes and bad acting are part of it, but like there's a certain way to do good, bad acting, um, and good, yeah. bad line delivery,
2: and they, they didn't really do that. It's like what we've had our conversation about, um, Chinese food that uh, there's good, good, bad, good. Bad, bad, and good, bad, and this is, and it's hard. It's really, really hard to be good, bad. Like, mm-hmm. and like the joke was, you know, like we're talking about, like Chinese food is either good, good or bad, good. Those are the only two goods because you don't want good, bad or bad, bad. Wait, how did yeah. that go? I don't <laughs> you think you get yeah, make lost make no in sense. your own mind, fucking can we cut? system. Can we cut? can we cut can we cut that that was bad absolutely not absolutely not. uh, i was making an inside joke that like only us knew and i didn't explain it yeah i would (laughs) have cut
0: it but then you fucked up your own fucking system so uh no it stays now um so yeah the uh so i think like there's not much more to the plot i mean pretty much like you said it just ends
1: that was the movie it's it's the idea is to do like a revenge exploitation film where trans women get revenge on people who did hate crimes in this like
0: Cathartic Rape revenge flicks Are one of those uh, genres That a lot of people Have opinions about uh, Whether you can or cannot Do that nowadays uh, Whether it's like A dead genre or something But uh, I don't know Mm -hmm. Like I still think Like obviously this movie I didn't think It didn't do it well But it didn't do it The worst I've seen because um, there was a situation in which the main character Bubbles did get her revenge. So I mean, there there could be kind of that, but I think because the third act was so incredibly boring. Because it started out strong, in my opinion, like the whole banter around the table.
1: Like it was very like B movie trashy, mm-hmm. but it was fun. Yeah. Like the the beginning was kind of fun. I was like, this actually looks better than I thought yeah, it was. Yeah, and it was be. very
0: Tarantino esque too, as they were all going around the table and they were all doing like. Like, pretty much every Tarantino movie yeah. has that shot of just a bunch of people sitting around a table. Mm-hmm. Talking
1: shit about yeah. stuff that isn't really part of the plot. And it's fun and interesting. And you get to know these people. But this movie was trying to balance doing that and also having this plot that it didn't really seem very committed to. In 90 minutes yeah. And it just did not work I mean work. again
0: You can you can have uh, Like This didn't have to be Plot heavy I think back to the movie Well basically Both movies uh, Death Proof And Planet Terror No it was Planet Terror More specifically That had this uh, The whole gimmick inside Like missing reel So like part of the movie Is missing Um and I've seen mm-hmm. that used well before in Planet Terror, where it's just like yeah, there was a bit of that. Yeah, um, and like in Planet Terror, the really cool part was uh, they were all getting ready to def- uh, like defend the diner that they were stuck in, and they're like, "We're gonna get through this if we just stick together, everything's gonna be okay." And then the screen goes black, and it says a uh, real number four is missing, and then it comes back on, and just the place that they were supposed to be defending is on fire, and a bunch of people are like trying to like hold on to their arms and shit. Yeah,
1: it can be a, it can be a funny bit, but in this movie, it felt like. They just did that because they didn't have enough time to fit in the stuff. So they were like, shit, how do we transition? I guess we just
2: don't. Wanted to skip an act.
1: Yeah. And no, the pacing is just insane. It's like, let's spend 20 minutes basically just doing bits about her speech impediment. But oh, fuck. We need to, we need them to learn how to fight. So that's like squeeze in like a five minute segment where they go off and learn. kung yeah, fu. Yeah.
0: But they, they wouldn't even have to have done that. Like if all of a sudden these women just all of a sudden knew Kung Fu somehow, I would have been fine with that in this film. Um, Cause it was just because everything yeah, else, if it
1: just leans into being yeah. but it Yeah. And
0: also too, one of the other things that it, uh, it kind of tripped over itself was, was the difference between uh, cross-dressers and transgender
2: characters um, this one well, more specifically drag queen more specifically drag queens and like yeah. trans people yeah sorry drag queens my yeah, it has,
1: yeah. this movie has no idea what it's trying yeah. to do because they're like tra- it's it's ostensibly about trans women but they're all in drag the entire movie. Now most of them are played by actual trans women one of them is played by a drag queen but they're all dressed in drag and s- sort of doing the high femme caricature drag stuff the whole film. And so it's like, they're trans women, but they're also not. Yeah,
0: and I mean, it was directed and written by uh, Israel Luna, uh, who is, first off, that's a hell of a name.
1: A couple quotes that kind of reveal, I think, the fact that this film and the director are just confused. At one point, Israel Luna, the, the director, is like, we were just playing around and someone said I should do, like, a revenge flick, like an exploitation movie with drag queens, and I thought that would be so much fun. And then later he's like... I wanted to do something more modern, and I thought, whose story do you never see on the news these de- these days? It's not gay men; it's transgenders. Transgenders. And, and so it's like I really don't know to what extent the director slash writer really understands. Yeah, the I think that was the thing.
0: Like, it was like one of those ideas, like trying to be woke but failing with the execution horribly.
2: And also, there are a lot of you know, drag queens who are trans women, trans women who are drag queens, but also, I feel like, just you know, based, if based only on this, the types of trans people that he knows are trans women who are drag queens, which will color your, if you're trying to make something for your friends who are trans, and all of your trans friends are drag queens, this is the kind of thing that you would make. Yeah,
1: and like, he talks about how he's, like, close with some drag queens and trans women in Dallas, and have them in his projects, and I assume some of them are the actresses, and like that, he has quote this fascination and love for them. <laughs> that that is- lots of unpacking. Mean, Everybody, a, but- a,
2: a lot of men have a fascination and love for trans women. Yeah,
0: but- yeah, we have special names for them. By the way, uh, Israel Luna. <laughs>
1: They're in my DMs. Uh, Israel
0: Luna. I just took a look at the their Twitter. Uh, we have more followers, all three of us, than they do, uh, so- Woo!
1: Woo! God bless. So I'm just saying- uh, Israel Luna,
0: come on the pod. We too could probably, uh, get a film into the Tribeca Film Festival if we want to, which this film was a part of, uh, by the way, it got entered into Tribeca.
1: He said, I'm the first person to include drag queens, transgenders, transsexuals, and transvestites in all of my projects.
0: I- I don't think he- well, I don't think he was the first, but-
1: no it's really bad we'll talk about the director more, but well it 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 says something about the fact that he really just doesn't quite understand what he's doing with the character's identities yeah um they're ticked off trannies with knives and i think in his mind they're just trannies and they're all kind of just trannies in his head and they're like i'm gonna do a film about the trannies
0: (laughs) well he did it and i mean he sure did yeah i mean like i i i like I, I wanted to like this movie um, And I would l- Yeah I did like, This style of movie I would love to see more of I would love to see Nothing more than like Pulpy Shitty You know If it was like TikTok off Trainings with Knives um, but it was actually done by, like, say, for example, a queer director. You know, this could have been really fucking good, but it wasn't. Like, it, just by a film uh, by itself, too. Like, the beginning, strong. Middle, very confusing and muddle. Like, it was felt like a kind of a setup. Yeah. Um, and then the last third of the movie was just, like, it was two scenes. A catastrophe. Yeah, it was two scenes. It was basically her uh, getting, like, stalked and, like, threatened. And then the table's getting turned, uh, where they are doing the, th- the threatening. Which, again, like... That could have been mm-hmm. cool ending. That could have been like absolutely like a re- a great revenge part. But it was just disorienting. Yeah, because it, it again, it's a grindhouse film. Its expectations for what it has to provide or what it has to justify is exceedingly low. You can have terrible yeah. acting. you could have terrible fights, and that's a great thing for an exploitation film.
1: Yeah, and you can have you can have you can mix comedy with trauma and violence, and you can mix like campiness with serious themes and that isn't something you can't do and it can be done very well but this failed and like there's so much like tone like tone issues in this movie mm-hmm. and insensitivity and it just doesn't know how to balance those things at yeah, all. Yeah, it
2: felt weird. I think one of the reasons that it felt kind of unsatisfying at the end because you know the setup is a pretty serious and like nasty hate crime and it's mm-hmm. resolved by you know, one of the trans women pulling a fucking mall ninja sword out of her afro and, That like, was so good! Have, again! Like, it was good, but it, like, does does that resolve the serious hate crime? Does that give you a satisfying resolve to that?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's the fact that it is such an insanely heavy theme. <laughs> like, it's so... It's really rough territory to try to play with and it could be done but they they did not do it for him. Yeah, well. it's high risk. It's like let's do let's do a movie about the most stigmatized group in the world and like this like incredible brutality that they face. Yeah, this is
2: something that like especially, you know, like working class like trans women of color have to deal with in a very 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 yeah. serious way and like you know, I would be, I mean, perhaps, I, maybe because we're the wrong audience, because I would be kind of interested to see how, you know, a trans sex worker of color would take this. Like, would it be sort of cathartic and like nice to see that? Because, you know, I've. Or got, would it
1: just be insensitive? Yeah,
2: because yeah. if I, when I watch something like I Spit on Your Grave, I'm like. Yeah, this woman got raped, and then she goes like person by person and kills every single one of her rapists in like and it's, and like it's su- exceedingly it horrifying ways, and it's great. Like, but I, I, and that's cathartic to me. I can see how that wouldn't be to other people. So maybe it's we're the wrong audience. It's the it's the fact that it it didn't acknowledge the seriousness of it. Like the response, that's what it is.
0: The response by the characters wasn't serious enough to justify the gravity of the crime. Um, like, in you know, I Spit on mm. Your Grave, it's very much highlighted that what happens to that girl is a terrible thing. It's, you know, it's it's focused yeah. on that so you have an establishment, but the, the
2: resolution is satisfying to the people who watch those films because she fucking murders them. Yeah, the when she finds out that, like, two of her friends were killed in this horrifying like hate crime that left her brain damaged, the it's immediately followed up by fucking nurse, Kun- about- nurse Cunnilingus coming in to break the tension.
1: Yeah, and let's joke about... Like fucking Dr. Phil Lacio. Like, it's, it jumps back and forth so hard between incredible, like the incredible gravity of hate crime violence and the just totally detached from reality campiness. And it just comes off as incredibly insane. Well, yeah, it doesn't
2: feel like using humor to deal with the, like, trauma the way that most yeah, people it do it feels like, it it's feels dismissing
1: like it. exactly or like making light of it like the, the fact that they like do all these jokes about her list after she the gets lisp it, that she develops it. from being hit by a baseball bat in the head by her rapist who did it out of like transphobic yeah hatred. like, the whole, the, like
0: whole, <laughs> the whole joke there is like bubbles oh is this bubble who's bubbles no my name is bubbles like it, it didn't it just wasn't it it wasn't fun but like (laughs) a lot of the humor in this uh, film uh, as like a standalone though was pretty funny like the names are funny the fact that like every once in a while they would like just quote like uh, they would spoken word song lyrics
2: which is something that we do all the time oh totally
0: and there's lots of things like there's lots of stuff that like isolated it just to that moment that is objectively funny but like (laughs) as do you remember
2: the do you remember the bit where they're going and they're talking about like so like where they're talking about the why you're like Oh, my partner's straight. It's like, is he though? Why? It's okay, fine. Maybe he's bi. Why are all bi guys like never, in, never looking for uh, women? And then like, okay, fine. If we're yeah. if it fine if he's if he's gay, then what does that make us? And then they kind of go off as like, you know, where you know the uh, the bodies of women, the genitalia of a man, the sassiness of a black person, the style of a celebrity. We're the solution, <laughs> which like problematic jokes and all feels like you know a. Modern like contrapoints type joke.
1: Yeah, and like it, it they did have fun with that at times, and definitely the the banter was the strongest part of the movie. Yeah, I think. yeah, because that felt even it felt some organic. Would just find it objectionable, but it felt organic. Yeah, and it it did kind of feel like how you and I talk.
2: Yeah, like you know the the problematic jokes even even felt natural to the characters that they were playing.
0: Yeah, and I mean, like, it, I think this is a good example of, like, there is potential for, like, you could do, a, like, for people that say, like, you can't do offensive humor anymore, um, like, you could do something, mm-hmm. like, it, not this film, but you could do something like this film, existing in a grindhouse universe with that kind of stuff, and it could be wildly, yeah. I mean, the name of this as well, like, if so. this was a good film yeah, and honestly, with the like, same title, if this is a good film, if, if it had the same title, but it was a good film um, then alls would be forgiven. Like I would be like, this is a great uh, like movie. I would love to watch this, especially
1: if it was directed by a trans. Oh, woman. that would be amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, like I, yeah. but okay. instead it just comes off as this really insensitive way for cis guys to say tranny when they talk about. Okay, it. everybody,
2: everybody, go sign up to our Patreon, and we're going to put a goal where we're going to direct the good trans grindhouse movie. Holy
0: shit, that would be awesome on the McBar. On the McBar. <laughs>
1: Oh, fuck. The McBarge is going to be the set and the studio for our exciting new experimental trans grindhouse horror film um, about revenge. Uh,
0: yeah, Ronald McDonald will play the rapist. Um, and
1: uh... <laughs> Oh my god, no, it's set in Expo 86. <laughs> Ronald... <laughs> Ronald McDonald does like a hate crime. And then, so what? You like, <laughs> at night, like a, the the victim sneaks onto the McBarge to murder
2: him. So what? You, la- you ladies, are renting out the Science World dome for what exactly? <laughs> <laughs> but that would be awesome, though. Like, just think about it. Like, it's just like it's somebody
0: dressed up as Ronald McDonald, and like you could do terrible lines with that. God, yeah. You could have one moment where, like, you know, the, the 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 girl in the in the show like catches Ronald McDonald look alike. And, like, goes to cut off his dick and says something like, I have your all-beef patty now. Like, there's so many terrible jokes you could make. Well, you could do, like, Ronald McDonald drag.
1: Oh, my. Like, a, a Ronald McDonald makeup-inspired yes. drag look. Like, there's so much room for play. Yeah. God, we need to do it. Give us money. Yeah, please. <laughs> <laughs> money for If there are any, like, rich director people listening to this, just, like, you know, throw us. It's it's praxis really Podca-
2: Podcast looking for Sugar Daddy and producer. <laughs> well um i
0: think that one of the things that we should also touch on uh is the is the response to this film uh by the gay and lesbian alliance against defamation uh because they uh
1: we were not the only people who have yeah
0: we're also not the only person who've seen this film surprisingly um uh, weirdly enough yeah no for sure um so glad basically in the 2010 tribeca film festival um, the film was submitted to be viewed uh, and the uh, G- our glad was given a advanced copy of it uh, to review,
2: and uh, surprisingly, and they loved yeah, it. Yeah, no, they were one hundred percent okay with it. Yeah, they completely got the humor. They were all, all about it. Not- noted, noted, <laughs> uh, comedy lovers, uh, transgender activists. Yeah, uh, I mean. Okay, so I
0: mean, like, where do, where do we begin with this? Because there's a couple different facets of this. I mean, number one, and I would like to bring up right off the bat, is the hot topic looking motherfucker uh, that's on the Wikipedia page that they showed as the protest at the Tribeca Film Festival.
2: Hell yeah. It was a look. It was a look at, look at, we'll post it on the Twitter. Oh, yeah,
0: no. It is like, it is something like trans Avril Lavigne. It is, it is, mm.
2: no, she's beautiful. I loved it. Yeah. Like, I feel like back in, like, the early 2000s, like, every single trans woman just dressed like that casually, and now only 90% of trans women (laughs) dress like that casually. Yeah, now it's just you. There's also a... (laughs) 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 (laughs)
0: Welcome to the projection podcast. (laughs)
2: Look, okay, like, 2017 re maybe. (laughs) Maybe you could make that joke. (laughs) I Look, I went through a lot of work. I'm basic now and I'm happy where I am.
1: Yeah, you went to forever 21 with me. Once. <laughs> so So Glad did not like the movie.
0: No, Glad did not like the movie. Um, and I, I guess the thing too is like the you know, you know when somebody makes a, a like a half good, half terrible point, uh, I believe it was the uh, the director who, who said something along the lines that GLAAD is a bunch of white liberals who don't have any fun, which is...
1: Yeah, it was basically this idea that GLAD just wants to elevate, like, Oscar Beatty, like, dour dramas about trans people played by, like, cis famous actresses. Which they're not and, wrong! Like, has no... In- and has less interest in, like, having genuinely unproblematic stories and more in, like, respectability politics. And now... That- He's not. wrong. Yes. not completely. I don't no. think that is fully incorrect. But also, he was doing it cynically. Yeah, like it was. It was just his way of deflecting criticism. He was and right for the wrong reasons. His, trying yeah. to make his genuinely problematic and appalling in some respects movie seem like the woke, edgy vanguard, and Glad's like objections as these like stuffy, out of touch.
0: Yeah, because I mean, like I agree. (laughs) I agree with the fact that, like, I can't remember the last time Glad was heavily promoting anything that wasn't a fucking drama. Like give me give me give me a comedy give me something else.
2: Yeah, but also I mean they didn't they also shit on girl rightfully yeah. for, oh, oh, no. similar, Glad, for similar for reasons. Glad on. is a
0: true neutral. In the D&D alignment chart they are I would say they're 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 neutral. Um they some they they do a lot of good and they do a lot of gatekeeping to make sure that the right movies do get called out, uh, but sometimes they are a couple stuffy liberals who shop at whole foods
1: but that said i don't think their criticisms of this were
0: exactly no wrong. No, no no. i agree with their criticism <laughs> of said, this entirely
1: they said quote the film its title and its marketing misrepresent the lives of transgender women and make light of grotesque exploitative depictions of violence against them which yeah yeah true no also like i feel like the title can be called out a bit in that like Yes, you can call a movie "ticked off trannies with knives," and I will look at that and think that's dope as fuck. <laughs> but when you are like a cis guy director, yeah. and mostly the people saying "ticked off trannies with knives" are like cis reporters. That's the problem. Eh? Like film media people, it gets really just an excuse for. Says people to say tranny. Yeah because I
0: because I genuinely <laughs> Like I agree with you Like this title by itself Is fucking awesome I love that If I ever yeah. made a film There's a very good chance I would have gone with a name like this
1: I think we put this movie on the list Like a year ago Just because we thought Wow it's called Ticked off trannies with knives That's dope Yes
0: And so like And that, and that, and that is like You know i mean that that is part of the problem the interesting thing too was is that uh, the director was actually confused as to why he got a negative reaction which i think is really funny
2: yeah which you know like all people where you know i was just making a joke i was just being edgy why doesn't anybody understand my humor yeah
1: yeah like the director did like a whole beef with glad and like made some incoherent youtube video that i couldn't finish (laughs) Beefing with Glad and making fun of them for being stuffy, but like he also like he made comments about the title. He said, "quote I don't feel that ticked off pre-op transitioning M two F sexually reassigning women with knives would be as appropriate,"
0: which feels a little. Which again, that is objectively
2: funny, like a little. Actually, yeah, that that, also (laughs) would be even (laughs) funny. Especially in in twenty nineteen, I think that that joke would go over like significantly better than like TikTok trannies and knives everyday. Yeah, no that that he said that so good.
0: He
1: said, um remember it's this, this guy saying this. I see the word as very empowering, representing Not- a strong individual that is extremely comfortable with who they are with no apologies. Uh. A word that is catchy and positive. Quote, hot tranny n- hot tranny mess is the shiz
0: Okay, well now <laughs> I okay that, that but uh, mainly it's short. All for right, I take it back. Everything about this is terrible now. That director just fucking ruined it. I just I just made me I feel, feel so nightmare tired.
2: Oh, it's, <laughs> like <laughs> it's exhausting I, to laugh. That's I. I feel like I say I feel like I have said shiz unironically in the past like forty eight hours. But still that. Is- <laughs> Just that's just because yeah, you're, you're me. re. I, I'm different. I'm gonna bleep
0: yeah. that out every single time you say it on the podcast.
2: Shit.
0: Not- <laughs> every fucking time, just oh, yes shit. Sh-
2: We're not no, gonna bleep no no any no no We will bleep, we'll bleep shit. Bleep out every use of the word shit. <laughs> and then- <laughs> like completely bleep it no, out. Absolutely.
0: So yeah, there's uh, speaking of this this movie. Came with a lot of uh, negative baggage as well. It wasn't very well reviewed, uh, except for, and if you look at uh, the Rotten Tomatoes score, which is given an 80%, and Google users gave it an 84% like, which is incredible. But yeah, I guess the la- one of the last questions I'd put out there uh, is, so, like, we agree that I feel like this can exist and be a positive thing.
2: Yeah, the concept is cool. Yeah, and also nothing nothing is sacred. Like anything can be made fun of, but there's a bar, and for some things the bar is just so high, it's all, almost not even really worth to try to clear it. Exactly. But so that, with that in mind, and, and because we've been doing this podcast
0: long enough, uh, so it's now time to put up or shut up, I would ask uh, both of you, and I'll ask myself the same question is, what would you either change to this film to make it work or how would you do your own transgender, you know, re, you know what would be your ticked yeah. off training with knives? I guess is my question.
2: I think that it would have to be, again, I'm going to go back to, I spit on your grave because I feel like that works better, especially if you made it with an ensemble cast. Uh, just having the inciting incident happen maybe earlier in the story so we're not kind of spending all these time like listening to banter and then sudden tone shift to the serious shit like maybe started a little bit earlier and then sort of follow the characters like you know and do split up the revenge like a cut through like three or four times throughout the film mm-hmm. and then have like mm-hmm. you know get help let us get to know these characters uh, throughout it, and then spread out maybe yeah. the jokey parts throughout of it, you know. Maybe have the characters, you know, maybe even like ha- work through their the shit with humor in a more organic way while they're doing it yeah. rather than just yeah, exactly. stopping to make a comedy bit and then going back into incredibly uncomfortable situations. Yeah. yeah,
1: like I was gonna say, like, I feel like you can do the comedy, but you need to do it. I guess sort of more like Tarantino does it where it's like the comedy comes from the characters and it comes from their relationships and the way they talk and the way they interact with one another. And so like the beginning where it's just trans women like bantering with each other and talking shit was genuinely funny because it wasn't, it didn't feel like the movie was making the joke and forcing it. It felt like the characters were funny people. Yeah, exactly. Who were being funny together. And so when you, also when you have that, you can have a movie with intensely serious themes and a movie that actually feels serious in terms of the plot if it's funny characters who are funny and irreverent, who exist within a grounded real world with consistent tone and consistent rules. Um, And so, like, I I would play the plot off and, like, the setting and even just, like, all of it more serious, but Give more space for the characters to be funny.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest. I I think our idea with the McBarge um, was already pretty pretty solid. <laughs> um, I would say like the my big critiques with this is just like first off, like it'd be cool if these were like actual like characters that were trans. Like I mean, they were hypersexual. They were drag queen esque more than they. I, I saw them as trans. I thought as a, yeah. I mean that's that a, that was a big problem for me. Definitely it's, be actual trans. Yeah, it's just like this is it was distractingly like like, what, you know, who are these people? Um, and they kind of clear it up, but it's still not that great. Uh, I would say just somehow making the 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 gravity of the sexual assault bigger and also yeah. the revenge uh, sweeter. So, like, for example, um, I think it'd be great, I don't know, like, fucking... She has a, you know, she all of a sudden pulls out a Gatling gun, you know, just like a giant one and just like keeps shooting and it like their body explodes. Like it's those cheap 1980s special effects like that stuff would be cool. Um, so, I mean, like, I think you could I would definitely love to see more Grindhouse films. I mean, go watch uh, Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez yeah. Grindhouse films, because those were absolutely fantastic. If you want to watch a revenge flick, even though it wasn't sexual assault, uh, go watch Death Proof by Tarantino. Like, it's basically four women get revenge against the guy who tried to kill them. And the ending, even though it's short, uh, feels satisfactory because it has this build up to, like, great revenge. There's this point in the in the film where uh, the, the tables get turned and all of a sudden the, the villain is the one being hunted by these girls. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I guess that's the thing is, it's like, I would have liked to have seen more. And even, even, like, I understand this is a low budget movie at only $300,000 U.S., I, I just would have liked to have seen more of
2: a.
1: It's not even enough money to buy the McBarge.
2: <laughs> I, I I would have just oh, liked yeah, to see no, more. Yeah. No 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 amount of no amount of budget can buy a decent script. Yeah. Ex-
1: another thing, um, another note on representation, I would say is, you can like I can see a movie like this being good where the trans women also do drag. Yeah. Because there are lots mm-hmm. of trans women who do drag. And, oh. Like it, yeah. it provides a neat. Context for the characters, it, it positions it in a very like specific space and setting, which is cool. But when you have a trans woman who is doing drag, she does drag, and then she is a trans woman, and she has a different character because she is actually like a person and a woman. She is not mm, just her drag example exactly. the entire and time. Especially so like if cool you look if, at
2: like, the it, um the main actress's like IMDb page, like she could. She looks like just an incredible. She's a very cis-passing, like incredibly normal, like trans woman, not in drag. Like she, I feel like deserved better than the looks that this movie gave her. Yeah. Oh yeah, for you
0: sure. Know, you know what? You, know, I just had, I just had a thought. You know what would have fixed this film? If they had gotten the writer or researchers for the for the assignment. If they had those people, <laughs> fucking Look over this script. Could you imagine? Like that would have fixed it. I just
1: just combine the two. I mean, the assignment is kind of another trans revenge. It is,
0: that. and it's uh, it's revenge for being trans, but it's it's. Like If they like that level of wokeness that like that showed up in the assignment, which is like, wow, they obviously talked to some trans people like that would have almost saved this movie.
1: Confusing and disorienting amounts of research. Yeah.
0: It had no right to exist in that movie. That movie, by the way, still one of the best representations I've ever seen.
2: And um if I want to take like a quick like pause on that, because how do we feel about so most of the cast, as far as we know, because it's like fair indie film, kind of hard to find details on the people. Um, one of them was played by Willem, the drag queen. Uh, how did we feel about a drag queen playing a trans woman?
1: I mean, I would prefer not. Yeah. Generally speaking.
2: Well, to put and also also to like and also to create like a contrast. Uh, Willem also played a transgender woman in the show Nip Tuck. Which, how would you feel about like that, where it's an isolated character played by a drag queen versus this, where it's one dry queen In a cast Of trans women If I had to do Like on
0: a scale Of one to ten One being mm-hmm. like A cis dude Doing it And ten being A trans woman Doing it I would probably say I'm okay with this On about a, like A three out of ten That it's at least It's at least yeah. Someone who is queer So that's mm-hmm. a little That's a little yeah. better But like It is It is a minute Improvement Especially since, like, I, I looked it up the other day. There are lots of trans actresses. There's lots of trans actors who need work. Um, so I mm-hmm. I don't... It's like, give them exactly, work. Exactly, give them that. Uh, or, um, or give them Kofi tips, because that's, a, that's also a thing.
1: <laughs> yeah. Another note that I have for that is, like, I do feel like it could be possible to explore the fact that in certain spaces, in certain communities, there is some gray area in terms of what identity someone has to just drag. Mm -hmm. Like, not all drag queens are either... I feel like there's
2: a lot of gray area.
1: Like, not all drag queens are either cis men or trans women, and so you could have, like, a drag queen who... Fits in that gray area as part of a team of trans women, but like I feel like they don't need to play a trans woman in that case. They can just play that. They can play that identity and have that be part of the cast of characters, Mm -hmm. which would actually be kind of cool to see explored properly. Yeah,
0: no, I agree. Um, So yeah, that would be uh, the 2010 ticked off trannies with knives. Uh, Just double checking, is there anything else we want to cover? I think we got everything. We're about ticked off trannies with a podcast. Yes, ticked off trannies with podcast.
2: (laughs) Also, also, hold on, quick, quickly, uh, broke, chicks with dicks, woke, wives with knives. <laughs> God, I, I found that
1: academic paper that someone oh, yeah. wrote about this movie. Oh, yeah, Where they talk about how, highlights. they talk about how the, the it's this, in, like, peer-reviewed academic film paper about this movie where they talk about...
0: The conservatives are right, education is a joke. They
1: talk about the positionality of the movie within a broader tradition of like retrospective filmmaking and also like transgender storytelling and they talk about the nuance of the use of the word tranny and it's it's like i found it really obnoxious and bad um like i don't like their argument but there's this one bit where they talk about how the knives are like phallic they say um Bubbles, Pinky, and Rachel are coming with their knives as weapons and taking back their knives as penises at the same time. <laughs> since it was precisely their knives, as in the
0: pre-op body, oh my god, that
1: caused them harm in the first place. Bubbles was raped by boner. <laughs> <laughs> damn it! Because he did not know that she was trans until he presumably saw her penis. Now she takes back her body through her knives penis and weapon, and uses both to annihilate him.
0: Yeah, have you ever wanted to say tranny so badly that you've gone to higher education just so you can write a fucking essay or dissertation on ticked-off trannies with knives? God,
1: I love queer theory.
0: <laughs> we are a fucking joke. I'm just
1: like just had academics for using the word tranny. Because <laughs> <it's> just... <laughs> just,
0: just really wanted to say that word. Alright, well, yeah. So yeah, that's the 2010 film. Uh, fucking... Ticked off Chinese what with knives What a fucking clusterfuck It is It, is a, what a nightmare. it has a filled the, Again I really wanted to like it I was on board Again the like, like Amy said earlier The fucking title Was the reason We wanted to look at this Like I'm Absolutely I'm 100% on board with this But it just failed to deliver uh, A satisfactory grindhouse And representation uh, Experience Yeah um, So I would say Tragic Yeah Just fucking skip it
1: Zero out of ten A tragedy Yeah
0: like, or, or if you are going to watch it, I would say watch it up until uh, the hospital scene, and then just turn it off. Do pretend like there's not even an end to it. Uh, like up to that point, it's a pretty okay. <laughs> fucking
1: hospital scene. It honestly felt like a porno. Like you, it, it just like they were doing a porno bit. Like they, and that
0: could, and again porno bits and that would have been hilarious but time and place there's still uh, a delivery that you have to work on in grindhouse genre i think that's about it i'm madeline hops i'm at rabbit underscore is dead on twitter and twitch i just uh work on uh editing podcasts and uh trying to draw a comic
1: i'm amy at lavender ashtray I always do this thing where I don't have anything to say, and I think it's actually awful that we do this.
2: Yeah, I was just saying <laughs> we should scan this. I Ricarter at r h i r h i c r t r um fucking I don't know nothing. All right. But Go nothing. rate us on iTunes. Yes,
0: please. If you are, yeah, just a couple. Rate us on iTunes.
1: Give us money. Give us
2: Patreon money so we can make a better movie than this. Oh Oh, one hundred percent. If we get, we should actually. We can sub- make a better. We can make a better movie for half the price. I swear to God.
0: Yeah. No. We. Uh, I think Dead Series that should be one of our Patreon goals is to try to make up. The McBarge. Yeah, the McBarge. Uh, just that. Um, yeah. Just a reminder. We have a Patreon. If you could subscribe to that, that does help. Um, also to uh, the McBarge. Deep press prints. Uh, for ho- hosting our merchandise and also to, uh, just, yeah, if you, if you, even if you got nothing, that's totally okay. We've all been there. Just go ahead if you could and rate us, um, highly or give us an upvote on fucking YouTube. Yeah, it's very helpful. It is, uh, but... and it helps get it out there. Right now we are still, uh, doing well at five stars in the Apple Music Store, uh, which is great. And we are all...
1: But you should give us, like, five better stars by adding stars.
0: G- hack into also, Apple like, systems.
1: it... it... It helps with our, like, listenership, but it also makes me feel really, really good in my heart.
0: Yeah, so yeah, if you could go ahead and write us five stars, uh, that would be great. Uh, It always helps. And uh, yeah, thanks again for all your lovely comments that you've been sending us on uh, Twitter as well. Uh, And all the suggestions for films. Uh, We heard from Mrs. Doubtfire the other day uh, about doing that film. Um, So I think that would also be uh, something we should do in the future as well, because... I like we I obvi- liked obvi- that. Obvi- film. We obviously are. Yeah, I liked that film, and so I'm just emotionally preparing for hating it. Uh, thank you all again for joining us, and we'll see you all again in a week. Okay, bye!
1: Bye! Bye bye!